Into the ball in the post tooth apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Sick Note over here, Gaz. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and Mike. Hello. And I'd like to tell you, Mrs. sent you in that sick note. <laughs> Look, I'm here, aren't I? Especially with your mum, to be fair. I'm here, even though I was just retching in the toilet 30 seconds to turning on the mic. I'm a trooper, Ben. A yes. starship trooper. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a nice segue. Because we're going to finish off talking about starship troopers. Did Mike today. say hello? I did? Oh, I think I introduced Mike. Got my heads up my arse. It's hard to tell he's, you know, he's <laughs> just kind of there, isn't he? It's manfully. <laughs> Anything apart from your illness? Um, no, not really. Nothing excited happening happened. It was New Year's Eve yesterday? Yeah, I spent it in bed, shivering, sweating, crying. Yeah. The usual. <laughs> <laughs> Same as every year. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of New Year's. I don't like the pressure day. It's going to be the best night of the year. Yeah, it's bullshit. No, it's not, because it? I have to pay to get in my local. Yeah. That's already pissed me <laughs> off. <laughs> I've got to make it to midnight, despite the fact everyone, because it's New Year's, starts drinking as fast as possible, because they're like, yeah, it's New Year's. And there's always a fight. Yeah. Because everyone is so fucking inebriated. Yeah, no. We, we got invited to a house party, but thank fuck we had the kids. Cause mm -hmm. <laughs> even if I wasn't ill, I would not have wanted to go. But anyway, I digress. I'm not a fan. I think it's as you get older, you become less of a fan. Yeah. Ten years like ago. Christmas, I think. Ten mm. years ago, I'd have been out for New Year's Eve. Yeah, me too. Guarantee you. I'd have been off my face and I loved it. Now it's just like, ugh. I don't mind a house party, but even <coughs> then, if I struggle to make it to midnight, I am old. Old. No, I, once I got start drinking, it's worth stopping. Decrepit. <laughs> I was thinking the other day that uh, it's a sort of a running joke on the show now that I have a cold every fucking couple of weeks, and the usual consensus is that my boss says, "Oh, it's because you live with kids," and you know. And I was thinking, no, I think it's the amount of drugs I did have genuinely left a negative impact on my immune system. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's definitely the kids. Uh, yeah, it could be both. When I was at school, when I was teaching at school, yeah. always ill. Yeah, little germ bags, and it they literally—they cough into your eyeballs as well. Like. <laughs> <laughs> They've got no sense they, of. Like, they just run up and cough in your eyeballs. They're literally—they're all snotty nose and that, and they'll be talking to you, telling you a story right close to you, and then they're like. <laughs> 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 Dude. <laughs> yeah. And they wipe all your the snot over you. Oh God, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> I think. <laughs> right. Oh, should we do some weird news? Yeah. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Uh, so, weird news. This is some random stuff we found on the net this week. It will take about 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we will cut on to the main thrust of today's topic. Here's a festive one for you. <laughs> Santa Claus collapses and dies in front of children at school Christmas party. <laughs> Holy shit. The Russian Santa is energetically performing and running around with the youngsters before footage captures him coming to a stop and falling backwards. Oh, man. 
As the confused youngsters ran towards him, they can be heard giggling as they think his tragic collapse is part of the festive game. But the actor playing Santa, named Valerie Tatenko, had tragically suffered a sudden and fatal heart attack. <laughs> Another cast member, a woman dressed as a clown, is seen rushing behind oh, the tree to help the stricken 67-year-old. If I was there, do you know how I would have dealt with it? If I was a parent watching with my children, I would have turned to my partner and said, Send everything back. <laughs> Quickly. Yeah. We have a perfect excuse. <laughs> to fucking die. No Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. Here's a banana. Look at the seats again. Oh, man. Poor um, kids. Yeah. I'm sure they would have just told the kids it was, oh, he's just, he's just a bit poorly, he'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's Russia. Well, we are friends, Santa. He's dead. <laughs> just like your dreams. <laughs> Do not dream too big. You will fall and die on this stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, bless <coughs> 67, that's no yeah. age, is it? Oh, that's, oh, the show. That's, that's Chester the cat. He lives here, so suck it up. Yeah. Basically, don't moan. Yeah. He has more right to be here than being gas. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally his home. See, if, they, if that were in the UK, they'd have a defib on standby. <laughs> well, yeah, very true. Actually, re refreshed my uh, first aid course. You know what the chances of coming round are from CPR alone? No. It's about 3%. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was less than that. I thought it was half a percent. No, it's about 3 With a wow. defib, that goes up to something like 87. But every movie I've ever watched... Yeah. It works. Yeah. No matter first time. Is, no matter how long they were underwater for... Yeah. And when they come back, they go, and a big load of water comes out like a jet. Every week on Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Poor Santa. But he went out, as you know, like Tommy Cooper. He went out doing the thing he loved. Yeah. You know? He died with his boots on. Yeah. And also, if you're 67, maybe take it a bit easy. Yeah. Oh dear. No, he, he'd not been feeling well and he complained of chest pain, so didn't want to let the children down. Oh, oh it's no. tragic. It's tragic. Oh no. And he'd been through complicated heart surgery. I think he's just a workaholic. That's what it is. He's Russian, isn't he? He's just a workaholic. I mean. Oh, poor old Santa. Santa's dead. Valerie Titenko. Uh, uh, me, Mum? Yeah. That's a fantastic tale for you. Wow. Dark Christmas. Yeah, if you haven't listened to our Dark Christmas episode, if you think that was a Dark Christmas story, <laughs> fuck me. Go back an episode or two. Woo. Go back and listen to last year's. Yeah. <coughs> uh, right, what we got? Fortune teller who correctly predicted Brexit using asparagus has revealed her 2019 tips. I dislike her intensely based so on her So do I, so do I. A fortune teller who predicted Brexit using asparagus has revealed her tips for 2019, including a global, succession, a global recession, World Cup success, and the return of TV's Big Brother. Wow. Jemina Packington, 63, is the world's only, I've got to pronounce this right, asparamancer. Asparamancer? Asparamancer. And claims she can peer into the future by tossing the veg in the air <coughs> and interpreting how the spears land. She predicts that 2019 will see that extreme temperature will become a norm and a well-known British business will fold while that's... <laughs> it's hardly fucking Isn't it mystic, common knowledge it? Yeah. that the fucking temperature of the planet is rising? Yeah. And that... Uh, Every know, year a business goes bust. Yeah. Yeah. HMV in the HMV last couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. For the second time. <laughs> um, she also says that despite a global recession, fears over the impact Brexit will have on the British economy will be largely unfounded. Well... When she's gone to financial school, instead of tossing asparagus yeah. in the air, <laughs> I might I listen, might listen to, to you a yeah. bit more. Well, it, on the HMV thing, slight detour, but 
I, it's their own fault they're going out of business because they're not even trying to compete with Amazon. I wanted the most recent series of Red Dwarf, Boys from the Dwarf, as a Christmas gift to myself. And I knew it was £6 on Amazon with free delivery. But I thought, oh, I'm going to the town centre and I'll, I will support my uh, high street. Fucking £10 in HMV. <laughs> I don't want to support them that much. No. It's like, oh, fuck off, got that business. So, <laughs> they're not even trying. No, it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's it, man. I, if you don't, if you don't compete, and you die. Yeah, I mean, that's based on world of business. One product, but uh, yeah. And I can't remember the last time I bought a CD. I do occasionally, just because of my job. But then, even saying that now, I use the AUX cable and play it all off my phone. So yeah. But I do still. I don't know if it's true, but I do firmly believe that CDs sound better than downloaded music. They're not as compressed, apparently. Oh well, that's almost like saying uh, vinyl sounds better than CDs. But I think they do. I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't listen to many vinyls, but no. apparently, if you play a CD and the same song on your phone through decent speakers, because everything sounds shit for your phone speakers, but if you play the CD, play the downloaded version, the difference is significant, apparently. All right. Okay. Well, so, I, I, I would test that. The dis the difference obviously isn't enough for people to go and buy a CD. Jack, uh, my girlfriend's cousin, made a good point. People his age don't want stuff. He doesn't want CDs to, no. like, clog up his space when it can just exist in the cloud. Like, go back to the Internet of Things, what we're yeah. talking about. That's it, yeah. So, it's, it's just us dinosaurs, isn't it? Obviously, there's not enough of us <laughs> to keep yeah. HMV alive. But. I mean, I've got to go to Amazon and buy the six quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a huge vinyl collection. It's in the loft. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's huge yeah. CD collection in the loft. Huge yeah. DVD collection in the loft. Yeah. My DVDs are in my mother's loft, probably to never be touched again. Can I go through and take what I want? <laughs> no, because no, one day when DVDs become valuable, I will go through and pick, because they're going to be like vinyls one day. Yeah. Oh, they only made so many copies of this on DVD, that's quite rare, that's worth 50 quid. Whereas, I don't know, Terminator 2 is going to be collector's edition. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll go back to VHS. Oh, yeah. I read the dwarf. lines on the screen. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Pressing the track in. <laughs> <laughs> it literally has a finite number of times you can watch it before it wears out. Ah, you have to rewind all the way back to the beginning. <coughs> so Nothing worse than getting a rented video and it's at the end. You have to sit there for ten minutes waiting for it to rewind. <laughs> such bad form, isn't it? <coughs> Bastards. Do you like her biggest prediction? Come on then. She believes reality TV show Big Brother will also return to our screens oh. after yeah, its final series in November. Oh, thank fuck for that. How'd you get that from asparagus? It's talking to me. I'm getting brother, big brother. Hmm. But that finished. Maybe it's coming back. Yes, asparaguses don't have big brothers, do they? Hmm. The TV show. She oh. also has good news for England's rugby team as she predicts they will have success at the World Cup in Japan. And she says the women's football team will win the World Cup at this year's finals in France. Yeah, she looks a bit crazy to me. <laughs> mad as a box of frogs. Incredibly, 10 of Jemima's 13 predictions came true for 2018. Shut the front door. Including foreseeing Donald Trump's summit with North Korea dictator Kim Jong-un. Well, couldn't anyone... He was either going to do it or not do it, wasn't he? Well, yeah, pretty much. I imagine every president has tried to meet him at some point. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't like to say. She also correctly predicted the crash price of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and the revival of books in the face of modern gadgets. Jemima from Bath said, I'm able to interpret the patterns left by the asparagus. When I cast the asparagus, it creates patterns, and it is the patterns I interpret. 
I'm usually about 75 to 90% accurate. That's because you pick about 70 90% of things that are definitely going to happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like obvious things. Ridiculous. I go through my predictions each year and think, yep, that's happened. Yep, that's happened. Occasionally I get one slightly off where I haven't quite read it correctly. Well, everyone's fucking mm. only human, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I never far off. Um, regarding Brexit, the asparagus said it will not be as bad or as good as people are making out. It will just happen. Well, fuck it, or I feel a lot better now. Well, I'm not going to lose my job in three months' time. <laughs> well, well, my ex-fiancé was from the city of Bath, just outside where this lady is from, and it's a city mostly made up of quite wealthy sort of fucking hippie types. But he also talk a bit like that, because it's in Somerset, so she's an asparomancer. <laughs> <laughs> Regarding Brexit, the asparagus said it would not be as bad or as good as people are making out. Well, that's a belief. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see, who do I believe? The head of the Bank of England, who says it's going to be a fucking disaster, who's yeah, like fuck. 40 years yeah. of economic... Experience. And about 99% of other financial experts, mm. although saying that they did get it What's Martin Lewis saying? I don't know, to be fair. <laughs> I trust him. Yeah. He's got no political affiliations. Um, oh, we've got this mad old bat who throws asparagus in the air. Oh, God. Scroll up a bit. Has she got a wedding ring on? Not that that, you know, I'm not making judgments on a character. I can't guess tell. she might have. Yeah. Remember, pictures are flipped too, so. Okay, so somebody can stand her. Um, <laughs> maybe she's not as bad. Maybe they're really like asparagus. <laughs> yeah. Perfect wife, innit? Oh, man. <laughs> and does it matter where she sources the asparagus from? I mean, oh, I'd imagine it'd be organic, guys. It, well, are all asparaguses created equal? Oh, no, I'd imagine that the non GM ones are not uh, superior in her Maybe mind. the GM ones have mutated and that's why they're communicated with her <laughs> telepathically. Uh. <laughs> but she doesn't want to say that because she'll sound mental. Yeah. So instead, she's saying, I read the patterns. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, the old Vikings used to throw like, the runes down, didn't they? But mm. that's runes, they were all different. I mean, and asparagus is the asparagus and asparagus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but the runes are bollocks as well, Ben. Well, yeah, of course they were. I'm saying there's a bit more sense to them. Well, it's like tarot cards. At least they've got something written on them that's definitive, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? And then you can manifest your own reality then, because someone's told you you've got yeah. this card, so this is the same as the, the tea leaves in it. I mean, uh, it, what can you just... get from that? Exactly. It's bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> David Icke's meme today question everything <laughs> do you mean every and then he cuts off yes everything he was questioning the stabbing at the train, Manchester train station I don't know what his problem was with it crisis management and he thinks everything's a false flag basically doesn't he but yeah, everything can't be a false flag can it yeah, some of them got to be real for most what, of them are <laughs> what, what would the false flag be of someone stabbing people at the train station stab, no, one, no one died, three people were injured. He was mm. tasered, pepper sprayed and restrained. Was he a Muslim? Hasn't been released yet. Uh, so probably not. Because <laughs> if he had been, it would, yeah. it would have been. Uh, that's very true. Yeah. Unless they're trying to protect him. Some newspapers are more so, conscientious than others. Well, isn't it the police who decide? Unless you've been they... flying drones over Gatwick. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't a drone, was it? Well, it never manages... We don't know what it was doing. Well, I think it's an alien spaceship, but... Uh, I did apparently, get... it could have been police drones looking for other drones. Uh, well, I did get some good shots that day, but uh, <laughs> there wasn't much happening there. I don't know if they were on shutdown, but... <laughs> brilliant shots. Right. Have we finished with this fucking yeah. idiot? Yeah. <laughs> One more uh, weird news of the psychic prediction. Ooh. Yeah. 
Uh, this is a psychic prediction for 2019 by a man who says he was an Egyptian queen in his past life. <laughs> you wish, mate. Uh, Nicholas <coughs> Adjula, 33, claims his dreams have led him to predict outcomes of major events and he once lived as an Egyptian queen in a past life. He says Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's baby, Judas Spink will be a girl, that's a 50-50 shot. Apologies for that motorbike. <laughs> he claims Taylor Swift is going to announce her engagement. Hasn't she been engaged lots of times, Taylor Swift? I don't know much. Probably. Well, that's where all the song subjects come um, from, isn't it? Nicole Kidman will fall pregnant. Does she get on a bit, haven't she, Nicole Kidman? I mean, she, she getting past uh, that stage? I still would. I'm not saying I would. I mean, she's got <laughs> I mean, Oh, 40. I see what you mean, yeah. She's, I mean, she's got she to be pretty Is she near approaching the menopause? She's got to be 40. 40. She's Tom got to be at least. 50. He's in his 50s. Yeah, and he was married. But he was probably similar age. Let's find out. You yeah. carry on reading. Yeah, alright. And Madonna will face criticism for doing charity work. For fuck's sake. Wow. Earth-shattering revelations. Um, he's been an embalmer of dead bodies in his past lives and a closeted transgender soldier in Saxon, England. Oh, well, that must have been a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just but to then follow again, up. If he was a, some kind of skirt on, only if he was a soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's 51 years of age. Oh, so she at may the time well be reading. coming to that stage in her life, so she better I think hurry up. it might be quite dangerous for her at yeah. 51, if it's possible. I'm no expert, don't nope. send me angry things. Please, feminists, don't send <laughs> angry things. I really doubt as feminists listening to this. That's <laughs> a valid point. Three men, <laughs> three white men. Oh shit, with a very epitome of male privilege. <laughs> talking, talking like their opinions can. Fucking patriarchy scum. <laughs> yeah. It's not cool to be a man anymore. <laughs> well, we have made a bit of a mess of things over the years. Man, we did some cool shit too, though. Have you ever seen Jimi Hendrix fucking do a solo? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Nita Strauss is... She's all right at solos, but... <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, this well, is the Bernard Manning of podcasts. This, this guy's been a lot. He's been an African witch doctor, a Ooh. sailor that travelled the seven seas, an anti-establishment French school teacher. Mm. He's lived the animal lives of a deer, a lion, and a falcon, to name a few. He's been an Ottoman spy, a persecuted pagan, a tribesman that died through substance overdose, and a grey-skinned being on another planet. Fucking hell! Ooh, and he now believes he can see in the future. <laughs> Well, these people are so creative. Why don't they just turn this into a book or something? And like, instead of being mental, like, earn a living from it. Instead of being ridiculed. Well, I think he's trying. Well, yeah, <laughs> just from selling his story. But everyone thinks he's obviously thinks he's mad. Well, he's based yeah. between London and Los Angeles and works as a street hypnotist, past life regressionist, and astrologer. <laughs> Fuck me. I mean, I'm like, I've got fingers in a I'm few pies there, I'm not based between London and Los Angeles. I'm not jet setting around reading people's fucking astrology cards or whatever the fuck he it is. He probably earns significantly more than we do yeah. for those three jobs, and neither of them require any kind of fucking training or qualification, <laughs> do they? Because they're fucking made up. <laughs> we went wrong, didn't we? Yeah. Don't you wish, like Red Dwarf, we could go back with the tension sheet? You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, just change the past. Yeah. Yeah, that'd oh, be well. nice. Oh, speaking of which, have you done Bandersnatch? I have, not yeah. yet. Yeah, no. I'm merely having it. I did it once and I had to watch it again. Do it again. Do it again. We were a little bit, we loved it, and then the ending, it just, whichever one we got, it just kind of fizzled out a little bit, and we we're like, oh. So we've got a map of all the decisions, so we uh, might go back. Because even the ones like deciding which cassette he listens to, apparently that affects things in a big way later on. But So what to do? Do you just think on the screen and you just yeah. press. It comes yeah, you up get at a the choice, bottom, yeah. And then the like, there's like a bar. That's First one is, do you want um, sugar puffs or frosties? 
Yeah. You have to choose that, and it's like that. You just you choose different paths. Like the first one, I ended up him jumping. Should I say mm. something? Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. But yeah, go for it. I had him jumping off a jumping off a building. Yeah, we did that. The second, and then, then the I end, went the back end. and got his mate to jump, yeah. and he was still <laughs> fucked up. Because <Yeah. laughs> you have to choose you or your mate, and she was like, yeah. "Leona's going, send him." And whatever she said, I did the opposite. <laughs> so I was like, "Nah, I think what if he's saying is true?" Because he's saying it's like yeah. life's a video game; you'll just regenerate somewhere else. Time's not real. And I was like, "Ah, jump." Well, I think it was with you. <laughs> I jumped it eh? in the fucking concrete. Yeah, dead. Um, but my end deal, I ended up killing him anyway. Yeah, back we, as a boy, we tried to avoid killing his dad. Yeah. We, Oh, don't you can do what you want, yeah, you, you should, do what you want, you should watch it, yeah. yeah. you, you it's see. set in the early 80s as well, so it's got a nice, even though it's really dark, there's a yeah. nice nostalgia. It, it does, yeah. The title does sound like a roving gang of paedophiles. Bandersnatch. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, <laughs> that was a tangent. <laughs> so, um, are we done with William News a bit? This guy's clearly nuts. Yeah, well, I don't think we believe him, do we? No. So let's continue with Starship Troopers. Uh, last time we just finished off where um, Rico, Ace and Diz had been assigned to their new unit, the Roughnecks. And their new officer is an old friend, Lieutenant Ravchek now, the old ah. teacher, with his spiffy new badass metal yeah. arm. And they've obviously grown him some tissue back, I know I mentioned it last time, but mm. his, uh, in the classroom his arm ended before the elbow. No, it ends after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently in the book, that was two separate characters, and uh, whoever wrote the script just went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so one. Um, and he only has one rule. Mm? This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights. No one quits. You don't do your job, I'll kill you myself. That's three rules. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with him. He might punch me in the face with a robot arm yeah. and shatter my skull. Well, I mean, Ace has already been punched in the face by the, um, mm. the feisty lady corporal mm. um, for calling uh, Ratchek yes. a, a, nut, a nutbuster. You'd think this film would be having a new sort of found resurgence, wouldn't you, with its uh, approach to gender politics and its That's a valid point, suggestion that in the future it will all be... Um, Mixed showers, yeah. equal opportunities. Because I did find that we gone past the nudity scene mm-hmm. in the showers. I did find it a little bit gratuitous, to be honest. Well, Vehoven is Dutch. Yeah, but I think the point of that was to show you how unfussed the characters are, and the fact that I'm fussed by seeing naked women shows you how unadvanced I am in comparison to these future people. Because yeah. I would definitely have a boner in that shower. <laughs> it's full of naked Hollywood actresses. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Mm-hmm. I'd be in the corner. Turn around, guys. Private Vincent. No. <laughs> what are you doing? No, no. <laughs> Clearing my bits. No contacts in to make you blind. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, you know, very gender neutral. All soldiers are seen as equal. Well, it is not? making them all sort of part of the squad, isn't it? Sharing together. Now, yeah. is it... Uh, squad cohesion. Those who shower together stay together. Exactly. It. But is it a comment on... Oh, they're so advanced in the future that men and women are treated as equal. Or is it more that this military is so fucking like, uh, f- fascistic, if that's a word, that they will just literally sign fucking anybody? Anybody can be on the front line. Uh, could be a bit of both, I guess. Well, I mean, more yeah. and more women getting into the front lines nowadays. Well, it's true, very mm. true. In the book, his, uh, his dad joins up, so he's got to be, what, at least 40. Yeah, they'll take yeah, they, anyone. They, 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 at that point, they're just taking anybody, though, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> well, it's a bit like we're. 
you know, exactly like World War Two or whatever. First, or was it World War One? Where first it's like just the army, and then after some disasters, it's like right, yeah, new law. After the first time, it's just the army. Then it's like, mm. we really need some volunteers. Mm -hmm. So you get that swell of volunteers because yeah. of the patriotism. The and Powell's Brigades. And then they all die. And then they all die. <laughs> and then no one wants to volunteer. Yeah. So then you have to bring in description and white feather mm -hmm. brigades. and. If the draft comes back, I'm going to fail. We might have touched on this. I'm going to fail on insanity. They're not going to draft me. They won't care at one point. Oh, I'm a conscientious rejector. That's it, yeah. Like, I'll go to prison. That's better than war. You don't even go to prison. Oh, do you not? Know? Oh, this country, do you know? Fuck yeah. You'll have no you life know, after the war, though, if we win, because no one no would one employ you, no one would give you anything, everyone would look down at you. No you one employs pariah. me now. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be a social, no you'd be a social pariah. I'm a social pariah now. <laughs> I would <laughs> lie. It's no difference. I would lie and say, you know, like people who pretend they were in 9-11 and survived the towers for mm. I'd be one of them. Don't judge me, listener, I'm just, it's a fantasy. Not one that I want. Painting pictures with words. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. <laughs> um, weirdly, though, I thought at this point, because he strolls in, he's having a look, and you know, there's Rico and Diz are stood there, yeah. and he looks at him, and he doesn't recognise him, despite only the best part of what, 18 months tops mm. ago? They were sat in this classroom. Maybe he churns over that many fucking. Maybe that's on purpose because it shows. He literally turns over so many classes of fucking uh, students maybe in a quick like time. They all just Operation blur. Mockingbird or something. He's put in there <coughs> to to radicalise the kids. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't recognise them. Oh. Well, what I'm saying is maybe it's the because... in his class for a year. Oh well, he calls Rico by name in the film. Rico, what's the difference between a citizen and a civilian? He maybe does not recognise them. Maybe he's trying to keep it professional. Unless he thinks he's that fucked up because his entire family's been killed in Brenner's areas and he must have been out for the week, out for the day. Yeah. He's just like, no one made it out, they just look like him. Maybe it's like he's, he's blocked it all. Possibly. Maybe he's, he's just some, an ignorant bastard. Maybe he's had some kind of massive breakdown where he's an, he can't remember his teaching years, he can only remember his soldier years. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't there be a psych test, though, when you go in the army? Surely there would be someone testing yeah. for that. Yeah, but he's an old soldier. Oh, I've got to let him in. Might have some friends. Ah, oh, let him in. He still thinks it's like... Give, give that metal arm. Still thinks it's 30 years ago. Let him in anyway. He found them bugs, Mike. Anyone who didn't get killed by a bug has got to be considered like an incredibly valuable... All right, he lost an arm, but he didn't die. Yeah, but he you lost an arm. Him. He, had this, he had the bug stuck in his, in his arm and he made yeah. a decision, the conscious decision, like, I'm that much of a badass, I'm just going to close the shuttle door, take my own arm off and sit yes. the fuck out of here. I think that's what World War I would have ended up with in the end, just sort of like... <laughs> the one-legged people on one side and the one-armed on the other. And no, I know that, um, I tell you <laughs> We'll fight you, ISIS. <laughs> it's just a scratch. No, I'm... ISIS in World War One, was it? Oh, no. sorry, I thought you were about the next one. I <laughs> know. Uh, World, uh, World War, War Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'll just end up with the planet on fire. Yeah. I know that um, Lenin travelled through Germany in the spring and uh, sorry, the summer and autumn of uh, 1917. And he, told, he said that basically all the people you saw were very young or very old. Every man who was basically able to yeah. go was there. So he was empty of men. Yeah. Not a lot of them came back. Which is why so many British women cheated with... This is going to sound dodgy, but it's factual. Cheated with the um, handsome black US Air Force pilots. Because they didn't have any man. Yeah. <laughs> They'd never seen a handsome black man before. Hello. Yeah. Well, it's true. I saw a documentary on it. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Dirty British sluts. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even fucking fresh in the ground. 
Well, what can you do? <laughs> it's wartime, guys. Everyone's got to make sacrifices. Well, if he didn't die and he comes back, and he's like, why is my baby a different race to me? Hitler! <laughs> I had that on Sims. Never <coughs> <laughs> play Sims? No, but I know what it is. I settled down Your with a woman. Your cheated on you in no, Sims. No, 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 not quite that. I had, I had, a, child, I had a child with a, with a woman. In Sims. In Sims. <laughs> After a few years... Got taken away by social services. Oh, no. What are you doing? I'm not doing it. Well, we were neglecting it. <laughs> it's very irresponsible, Mike. I had another kid and it was fine. A few years later, I said, Do you want your kid back? Right. Yeah, and they, they gave me back and it was a little black kid. And we were two white, white couples. I was like, hang on a bit, this isn't my kid. <laughs> like, clearly not. But, you know. You took him in and raised him as her own. There you go. You so you redeemed, I did. you redeemed yourself for neglecting the first child. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, that's clearly not my kid or my own. Who did you complain to in the world? <laughs> yeah, well, you couldn't, to be fair. Oh. Oh, I think you accepted or rejected. I said, yeah, come on then. Come on then, lad. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Uh, you're going to love listening to Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> it's going to be ace. <laughs> Sorry. Right, back to the movie. So, yeah, back to the movie. So um, there's a new mission now. There's a new battle plan, new Sky Marshal. If you remember uh, Sky Marshal Tahat Maru, the plump black lady. Mm-hmm. Equality in this society. Yeah. Racial and gender. Yeah. Genderal. I know that's not a bit. And they've got a new plan, and it's basically the fleet is going to glass the planet, and then the MIOs go in, mop up what's left. Makes perfect sense. Easy. Easy. There's a nice shot of some uh, some bombers coming over, bombing things, swarms of arachnids. Carpet bomb. Carpet bombing it. Looks like a piece of piss, doesn't it? Fucking stupid alien bug thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they get to nuke some bug holes. Hey! It's quite fun. <laughs> Sounds dirty too. You have um, Watkins' uh, mental issues as regards the bugs. Stuff, the uh, guy with the uh, mm. tooth around his neck and the rifle with the skull, the black guy, he's like... Yeah, he's shooting awesome a dead is. body a lot for some reason. He's on the Hudson of this. Uh, of this he gets trip, a Hudson esque end, doesn't he? Mm. But at the same time, it's like, why are you shooting that dead body? Yeah, I mean, I do that on like, like Red Dead Redemption Two. If I really hated the guy I just shot, I'll, I'll go and pump a few into him. But that's not real. And well, it's not a reflection on my personality. <laughs> But if you notice, they've actually got better tactics this time. They're working mm. together. They're forming little lines. They're Ooh. shooting all together. They're actually taking down. Mm. Yeah, they got fire teams. They got a plan. They got a plan. Yeah, some leadership. Yes. Um, in fact, they even managed to herd all the bugs into a nice little pile. Mm. If you noticed when they were shooting them, using you know, I thought that was nice. Saves them clean up. Just throw a bit of petrol on that, burn it. Jobs are good. See ya. Yeah. Uh, but then you get this giant beetle, and they're called tankers, apparently. Right. And they're armoured, starts throwing out fire from its mm. face. Oh, yeah. Mounts the, the corporal's arm. Yeah. Radchek saves her. It's yeah. nice of him. Yeah. Probably thinking, oh, well, you'll get a new one. You'll get a new one, wouldn't you? Look at mine. That's fairly good CGI, isn't it? That's standard? decent, actually. Yeah. I like to think that Radchek's selling metal arms at this point. He <laughs> <laughs> like, pulls out a brochure. Yeah, you know, exactly. Well, I can get you a great deal on this one. Yeah. Oh, look at mine. I could crush a school with this. It doesn't just carry him round as a. What? <laughs> Oh shit! I've got to stop crushing my customers' skulls. It's bad for business. Very bad for business. But to be fair, you could take his credit card off his dead body <coughs> and still charge him for the arm, and then resell it. With the brain still on it. Dark things happen in war. They do. 
Oh, man. Ah. So Rico decides he's going to ride that thing like a, a goddamn bucking bronco. <laughs> you know, shooting away, blasts a hole for the armoured carapace, drops down, grenade yeah. out, in, gets thrown off. Yeah. Apparently broke a couple of ribs when he did that move. Oh, and it explodes. The, oh, day's the actor broke his ribs. Yeah, yeah, Casper yeah. Van Dien actually, I think he cracked a couple of ribs doing yeah. that. Ah, I've cracked ribs, it sucks. There's nothing again, anyone can do, just painkillers. Once again, proving that body armour is a complete waste <laughs> <Yeah>. of time. <laughs> yeah. And then Radtech finally recognises him. And he says, oh yeah, you always learn to do that. He says, oh, don't you remember? I was captain of the football team. He says, oh, Rico. Well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that, to be fair. Yeah. Well, you know, to be fair, he's probably been hit on the head a lot. <laughs> you see a lot of young soldiers come and go. Yeah. And it's better for the story, I suppose. That's true. Yeah. He makes him corporal. He says, you're a corporal. And he makes Dizzy squad leader. Ace turns it down. He's just there to fight now. Yeah. <laughs> He's been there, blew it. If you think the, the, better, the more you're in this environment, Ace, you might sort of pick up a few tips. It's a learning curve, this experience. It's so you weird. You should aim a bit higher. Yeah, it's so weird how much he looks like his dad, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's just like they took his dad's mouth and put it on another human being. <laughs> <laughs> and so it looks like a slightly weird version of... Uh, what's his dad called? Gary Busey, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. The only other film I've seen him is, is The Frighteners. Frighteners. Like Jake Busey, I've never seen him anything else. No, I've seen um, his dad in a few. His dad's in Lethal Weapon 1, isn't he? He crops up in a couple Predator of two. things. Yeah. Yeah, Predator 2. He was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine as a cameo, actually, the night <laughs> I noticed him. Awesome. Should we uh, have a look for his filmography while you're... Uh, yeah. Um, on a bit. Basically, so the planet's clean, apparently. They've... they've cleared that planet of bugs and Radcheck gets everyone beer and entertainment <laughs> and a violin and a violin a nameless green violin well I assume that's because it's electronic because <laughs> there's no no PA system it's just playing quite loudly apparently the actor did learn to play the violin purposely for the movie that's commitment to only tragically be on screen for about three seconds <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh you suffer for your art don't you yeah well you can play the violin now that's something that's true yeah they're all dancing. He's got a, I think there's a bit of a hoedown going on. Mm. He's got a country boy in here, so I think there's definitely a yeah. hoedown. Watkins, who's the guy that has a few anger issues with bugs, also has a few grammar problems. Mm. Another one of his famous lines are, Rico, you kill bugs good. <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> so yeah, he gets to shag Diz in the camp as well. Lucky bastard. Gives, uh, Radcheck gives him, uh, gives him 20 minutes instead of 10 minutes, which is nice of him. Yeah, very kind. <laughs> He did sort of encourage him to do it though, didn't he? Because he says, like, oh, you wanted some advice, I'll give you some. Don't pass up on a good yeah. thing. Yeah. In other words, you're really going to die tomorrow, get your end away. Yep. Carmen dumped chip, where's she? Yeah, exactly. She's swanning round up in space with fucking Xander. Having a better career than you ever will. And he knows, he, and Radchet knows that Diz is better than Carmen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I still maintain it. I don't know. Jake Boosie's actually been quite a lot of things. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Stranger Things, which I've seen multiple times, but I didn't recognise him. It's a bit sad of me. <laughs> he must not have smiled much. <laughs> but yeah, he's still working. I like him. Yeah, he's good. He's decent. So then they go to Planet P, mm. which has apparently been cleared, but they've had a distress call from Whiskey right. Outpost. And it starts off with these canyons, and Rico sees some rocks tumble, sees a mm. flash of something, yeah. As your binoculars out, 
Yen, rocks tumbling. Yeah. But then just like that, there's nothing up there. Yeah. <laughs> nothing up there. We're only in a perfect fucking ambush situation here, walking along a valley floor, and there's definitely something... Other, I'm not going to say nothing to anybody. I'm a corporal. I'm not going to go around yeah. lieutenant and say, I think there might be something up there. We should probably take a bit more care. <laughs> right, so Radcheck, the sergeant comes along. He's got the comms. Radcheck's like, oh, he goes, I can't get a signal. He goes, oh, it's the, it's the, it's the, the uh, canyon's got a higher ground. And still the corporal doesn't pipe up. Still the corporal doesn't say, hey, Sarge, mm. pretty sure there's something up there, mate. We should probably, you know... Blood on his hands. I think I think it's a cynical ploy for promotion. Because <laughs> <laughs> once we save the day. Yeah, well, he goes up there. He goes to higher ground. Then this big fly got a different type of bug. Now it's a flying one, like a big dragonfly. It's got a big spike on its tail. Yeah. Picks the sergeant up, spears him through the stomach, takes it to some kind of little nest thing it's got, and starts basically eating its fuck eating his fucking legs or spearing him a bit more. <laughs> and the sergeant is literally screaming out for help. Mm. And all Radcliffe does is, Watkins, give me a weapon. He's the only one with a fucking sight on his gun. Yeah. Never mind a telescopic one, the only one with a fucking sight of any kind on his gun. And Radcliffe just fucking blows his sergeant's chest out. Oh, I'd expect anyone to do the same for me. Well, that's very noble, mate. But, Johnny, Your carelessness. The fuck, what the fuck were you doing yeah. in all this? Your carelessness has led this, this situation. Yeah. And also, again, that body armour... If you can't take a fucking shot off your own rifle, what fucking good is it? Against alien stabbies. Exactly. Just put them in fucking just uniforms, make it a lot easier for them. Put them in tutus and yeah. something like that. Put them in shorts and t-shirts. What's it matter? Very stabby bugs, aren't they? Yeah, they're stabby. You know, that body already weighs a bit. Mm. And it does literally nothing against your own bullets. Am I the stabby mandibles? <laughs> Well, it's just, like a it's, fucking oven in that suit exactly, as well, Exactly, you might as well shorts and t-shirts, you're comfortable. <laughs> you're walking in the heat of the fucking sun. Yeah, yeah, actually, a lot of people got sunstroke making this morning. <laughs> yeah, they did read that, yeah. What was his name again? Mr. Boosie, yeah, had it quite bad as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, and Paul Verhoeven. Later on in the film, you can see him getting progressively redder. <laughs> when we get to this stage of the film, his face is quite red. <laughs> yeah. I get sunstroke fairly easily in this country, so I can't imagine me. It's one of the hottest places in the world, isn't it? Like Death Valley or... Oh, Death Valley. Like, it hasn't rained for like 20 yeah, years, has it? And it's where The Undertaker comes from. Allegedly. Yeah. Wasn't he from part... No, no, like Water Warrior was part of Part of no, I think there's been a few wrestlers from part mm. unknown. Whereas, I think Abyss was from TNA. He was from yeah. Parts Unknown for a while. Yeah. Um, sorry, a bit of a tangent. <laughs> it's all right. So the Enter Whiskey Outpost is like a bit of a fort. It is, like, it's not the Mormon extremist camp, it's actually a proper fort with guns on the top of it and stuff. Mm. It's, it's a bit of a massacre, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of body parts. A <laughs> lot of body parts. A lot of gore. A lot of gore. It's like Entrails out. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tom. a cannibal finger buffet, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> They find the general hiding in the closet. <laughs> or a cupboard. Oh cupboard. Yeah. Well, a, could, a tactical cupboard. He may have been in the cupboard and also <laughs> simultaneously been in the closet. Yeah. It's a he lays a tactical cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> he's either got PTSD or he's like a lot of a coward. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's, you know, he's a bit of a pussy. Isn't he, he is. <laughs> and they realise that it's, it's a trap, isn't mm. it? They, they, they've been lured there. Yeah. Specifically by the bugs, so there's there's intelligence. They then because they find the body with the brain sucked out. Mm. Then I thought of a plot hole. 
Do you know that brain bug we're going to see later on, spoiler alert, yeah. is rather large? Yeah. It wasn't getting through that bug hole in the floor uh, to suck that dude's brains out and then put it back in the well, suit. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it could squeeze like octopuses do. Do you know what I mean? They can yeah. go through tiny little gaps, can't they? Yeah. Because they can change their... But they suggested that the bugs made him call... Made the rage operator call HQ... Right. Getting into his head... Yeah. As a trap to lure more. They need to, learn, they need to learn about us. They want to know what makes us tick. They want to know us so they can kill us. Yeah. Well, they're doing a pretty good job of that already, to be fair. Yeah, they don't need to know much. And the general does uh, have a bit of a breakdown at this point when he realises that they can't communicate with the fleet. And there's no boat coming down for him. And he says, I wish you just kill me. And Raschek is a cold motherfucker. And he's, all right then. Cocked his weapon. Rico stops him for some reason. I'd just let him fucking do it at that point, wouldn't you? It's to show he's a moral character. Yeah. Despite his war bastard nature. He's just a little bit, I just ran check, he's just a solution for it. And yeah. alright then, fair enough. You're no good to me. He's like a commissar in 40k, isn't he? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so. like, if you're not fighting, I'll kill you myself. <laughs> Uh, then you get the cry of bugs mm. from Watkins, and there is to say, I think that the technical term is a metric fuckton <laughs> of bugs. There's a lot. There's a lot of bugs. <laughs> a lot of bugs. <laughs> we get the, the come on, you apes, you want to live forever. I think that's speciesist. Wow. That's very, um, very inspiring, isn't it? It's inspired me. Come on, do you want to stay here and live or come out there and die? <laughs> Or stay here and live. <laughs> That'd be nice. You want to go for that? Um, this scene is influenced from Zulu. Yes. Mainly just several lines are lifted from mm. it. We're all going to die, one one of them. Yeah. you got the flying bugs, the normal bugs, the massive beetle bugs. They're all coming in. Uh, but Diz finally uh, gets the comms established and the rescue boat's on its way down. Mm. Tells him he's going to have a crazy pilot. <laughs> Uh, the general gets taken out by a flying bug that Rico shoots down, so Rico kills him anyway by yeah. by default oh, well. after saving him. <laughs> uh, more ammunition. You know, he said that more ammunition was used in this film. Yeah, more live rounds fired than any other movie up to that point. Yeah, you got them pretty cool tower guns. They were fifty cows. Oh wow! Uh, real fifty cows just bulked out. And the robot, the, the boat comes down. The troopers fall back in the compound. But just as they're about to make their heroic escape, mm -hmm. a massive hole opens up, Radchek is pulled down into it, yeah. shooting away through the sand, probably shooting his own legs off, because <laughs> when he's pulled out, he's got no legs. Yeah. So he's, he's, you know, he's going to get that desk job that other blokes got, and yeah, one arm, it. no legs. <laughs> that's it. One day, so, son, you could be as high up as me. Yeah. Well, there you go. And he tells Rico to shoot him, which yeah. he does. Fair enough. Wouldn't shoot that... General, quite happy <laughs> to shoot his father figure slash mentor. Well, yeah. I thought that, I thought, come on, he's only lost his legs, he can still live. This is the future. Yeah, but an action man like that, you don't want to live with no legs. You can have robotic legs. Yeah, but it's just mm. pride, man. Come on, you, you know, you live another 30, 40, 50 years, maybe it's the future. Yeah. Maybe you live another 100 years. Yeah, who knows what the life expectancy is in this glorious utopia. Ah, oh, well. But then again, again it is a fascist sort of world, so... Yeah. Inferior, you know. No, no, he's a citizen. Well, no, but he's got no legs. Yeah, but so is that bloke at the recruiting station. It's true, yeah. They'll just give him a desk job at the behind recruiting people, won't Maybe they? Maybe it's an offence to not follow the order if a commanding officer asks you to put him out of his misery. I suppose it is. I suppose he could be uh, flogged for that. Yeah. Or shot. Yeah, so maybe he had to. Yeah. 
But that still doesn't explain why. But then again, Ranchek committed murder by shooting a sergeant. No one told him to do that. That's basically murder. Yeah. And he was just going to shoot the general. Yeah. That's, that's murder again. Yeah. It's a dog eat dog society. It, it seems it to be. I just think Ranchek likes killing people. Well, he's a psychopath, isn't he? <laughs> Quite clearly. And he's like, you know what? I've been a bad guy. He's always all them bugs I've put on. Just how many students I killed. <laughs> Got a lot of bodies under my house, Rico. You need to do this for me. <laughs> <laughs> and delete my internet history. Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the boat comes down, and for some reason, I couldn't figure out mm-hmm. the ship that these guys are from, the Roger Young, so their, their company's based. Yeah. They send the rescue pilot boat down with the best two pilots they've got on the ship. Yeah. The guys who fly the starship. Yeah. Sander and Carbon Woo. are flying the little epoxy shuttle. Yeah. And I thought, shouldn't they be flying the ship? Uh, if, they're on, if they're on duty, shouldn't they be sat with the captain in the front in the, on the bridge? Isn't it fucked up that big ship? No, it's all right at this point. Oh, all right. I can't remember. So, no, so sorry, why, why have you sent? Why have you sent the people whose job it is to fly the big ship down on the little ship? <laughs> Send from people who fly the little ships. <laughs> oh. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Just thought it was weird. I mean, it's like literally one and two, mm. isn't it? You're the captain, there's my number one, there's my number two, and you're sending them down to a, on a death mission. Yeah, mm. it is a bit weird, isn't it? Um, yeah, but Diz um, kills the big beetle that comes out the hole that was uh, Radchek fell into and shot his own legs off. <laughs> <laughs> um, nicely thrown grenade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight into its gun. Oh, it was a beautiful shot, wasn't it? Yep. Well, he's a football um, player. But then she gets, while celebrating and turning, never turn your back yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a combat situation. Um, Bug comes up behind her, impales her through the, mm. I want to say torso, rather than just sort of, yeah. it's kind of all the way through, isn't it? It's, mm. it's a big hole. Yeah. There ain't no packing that with anything. No. <laughs> but again, terrible. Terrible first day because the first thing you do is rip it out. Yeah. Like, well, that was holding together. <laughs> that hole's like fucking six inches <laughs> high, man. Oh, man. Oh, nightmare. Not Terrible bad. first, and it doesn't even attempt to apply a bandage. Just <laughs> no. drags her back onto the ship. She dies on the ship. Before, so before that, the guys on the gun tower get pretty melted mm. up. Yeah. They're too late to get down. Yeah. She probably dies because of Rico, in all fairness. Mm not taking that thing out or taking that bug claw out yeah. so it's not good well, they do manage to get out and Rico has a request for the planet to be bombed turned down there's going to be another plan mm. there's another plan for planet P yeah mm. and you get Dizzy's funeral yeah which Carl attends yeah well, it shows up after it's over yeah it's a busy man Carl <laughs> full colonel nowadays <coughs> and psychic yeah yeah He's the one that sent them there, though, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he literally turns around and says, oh, sorry, it had to be your unit on Planet yeah. but, you know... Shit happens. Shit happens to yeah. it, mate. I was fair in war. And he gives this, like, we're in this to the species, it's numbers, they've mm. got more than us, we need to... I have to make decisions like this every day. See, war uh, war actually takes away your humanity. I think he, he does sort of uh, look jaded. Yeah. What was the quote he said last week? War makes fascists of us all. Yeah. Still got a nice trench coat, though. Yes, still looks very cool. Well, yeah. one should be careful saying that. But uh, the Nazis did have cool uniforms. Trench coats are yeah. Nazis. <laughs> you know, you can get over a trench coat. Yeah. They're the biggest ovens in Europe. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We need to be careful Robinson. with that shit after that meme we posted. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I should Mr. probably clarify. PR over here. <laughs> well, I just told him to fuck. Up. He made the world's greatest typo for the listener. Somebody, we posted a meme comparing the Rothschild's weird skull shapes to the Peru elongated skulls. A sort of tongue-in-cheek way of saying, ooh, look, they're ancient aliens. And then some fucker accused us of being posting racist propaganda. But during his, his post, instead of writing genetic heritage, he wrote generic heritage. <laughs> and I was so fucking tickled because it's basically like a, a technical term for sheeple. Isn't it? Mm. Uh, you know, he's a man of generic heritage. Mm. He's fucking nobody. Mongrel. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 you know, generic heritage. But yeah, so it was the meme about ancient fucking aliens. But yes, my PR was designed to get a fucking grip, I believe was my quote, whereas Ben <laughs> tried to debate him and talk sense into him, which you were quite successful at, in a, in a way. He buggered off. Yeah. <laughs> well, props to the dude who said, I'm going to punch you in the face. I think his exact quote was, when fools open their mouths, they get beaten, so I suggest you shut your mouth. It was along those lines. I like him. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to set up his page admin later on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, where were we? Basically, he gives Korg his recall promotion. Mm. Lieutenant now, Lieutenant John Rico of the Roughnecks. Carmen seems to be impressed, she's there. Yeah. Oh yeah. You may she has a bit of interest now, doesn't she? No, you know he's well, an officer. I don't do because you because you're a grunt, but now you're officer material, mm. so uh you know. Oh. Xander, you can fuck off. My parents can't say anything now. Because you're an officer. And um And they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's <very true. laughs> Oh man. I was good in the car on the way up here. Craig Charles is covering Steve Wright on Radio Two, and he's interviewing um, Mark Williams, who played Peterson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Craig reads a list of Red all Wolf. the th- yeah. He, Craig reads a list of all the things Mark's done, and at the end he says, "And a little thing called Red Dwarf." I don't know whatever happened to that. Thirty years ago, mate. And then he quotes to this Mark Williams. Craig Charles goes, "I am Olaf Peterson. I am very good in bed." And then he laughs, and Mark Williams is like, did I say that? I genuinely can't remember any of the lines. And you can tell, like, there's an awkward, like, (laughs) fuck you, dude. Red Dwarf's the best thing you've ever done. And it was 30 years ago. I don't care if you were in Harry Potter. (laughs) Who's into Harry Potter? Yeah, billions of people I know. Mm -hmm. Still, boys from the Dwarf. Mm, Once again, to our American listeners, just fucking Google Red Dwarf. Series. I think it's a bit of a cult hit over there. Well, yeah, it was on BBC America, mm. apparently, and they even tried an American version. Oh, they did, Cat yeah. was female, wasn't it? Yeah, they did a pilot. Yeah, Cat was female. Lister's like a hunky white dude. Uh, the same Crichton. Uh, oh, I think Rimmer's a woman. Maybe Rimmer's a woman. Uh, oh, I, think I, they, I think they wanted to make the Cat female, uh, but they don't think they did or not. Uh, Crichton's, Crichton's Crichton. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. He was the only one offered his role. But, yeah. Ah, well. Um, yes, yeah, so... They go back to Planet P anyway, they go back, they think yeah. there's a brain bug, they think there's a, there's a definitely an L, they, they think there's some kind of higher intelligence within the Arachnid mm. society that's coordinating attacks. Yeah. They want to capture it, they need to capture it, don't they? Yeah. You know, let's get it, let's see how it thinks. Mm. The roughnecks have been reinforced. Mm. Ace is there doing his best old man face. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, they're just all kids now, Goes in a fresh air boot. <laughs> And he's oh yeah, we're the old men now. Ace is strolling around with fucking Johnny Rico as if he's an NCO. He's fucking nothing, he's a drink and a fuck back in Rankshire prick. What are you doing? You fucking worm. 
Suck it, you'll need to suck it up. That's what he's doing. What would Sergeant Slaughter call him? Maggot. Mm. <laughs> Your cannon fodder, maggot. Ah, oh, well. Rico basically just rips off Radchek's speech about uh, everyone fights, no one quits, I'll shoot myself, I shot the, I shot the pokey to do this talk, <laughs> <laughs> don't think I won't. What do you think happened to Radchek? Yeah. Hey. I've got previous. <laughs> Learn from the best, he's shot loads of people. <laughs> he's <laughs> killed more people than bunnies. <laughs> In fact, at one point, the Federation's going to declare on Rad, would declare war on Radchek. He's <laughs> <laughs> our second biggest enemy. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's Rico's Roughnecks now, though. Who are? Who are? Yeah, that's what they say. Who? Ah, right. Who are? Who are? And it's an all-out attempt to capture the Brainbug. There's just basically it's the fucking last of the dies, isn't it? What they've got out there, and yeah. the, all the fresh people really start flooding out in numbers <sighs> as they conscript everybody. <laughs> but Carmen and Xander's ship, the Roger Young, is destroyed in orbit, along with a lot of the fleet in all fairness. Gets a bit yeah. of a pounding. Uh, they make it to the escape pod, with the captain's killed and cut in half by a falling door. Again, safety doors. Mm. Remember Hicks in Aliens? I do. Oh, and he's crushed by a safety beam. Annoyed the shit out of me. My favourite character, Hicks. Oh. Out of Aliens, Alien 3. Mm. Head gets crushed by a safety beam. Uh. I'm being fucking safe, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you're supposed job. to stay away from it for your safety. <laughs> it's got one fucking job and that's yeah. not to fall over <laughs> someone's head. <laughs> it did it. Crushed his head. <laughs> oh. What a shit film that was. It's terrible. Oh, can we call a quick press break? Yeah, of course. And we're back. They escape just as the ship is hit again and destroyed. Mm -hmm. Carmen and Xander. Pushing other people out of the way to get to the pods, probably. Xander's a prick. Uh. They do get a, a distress call out. Ace mm -hmm. picks it up. He's at the radio now. He recognises that um, it's Carmen. Yeah. Their pod sort of has a bit of a crash land. It ends up stuck inside of a hollow out mountain full of bugs. Sorry for the microphone noise. And they survived the crash, but they're literally stuck in Bug City. Oh no! Yeah. And um, the Navy rifles seem a lot better than the MI ones. <laughs> so they, were like, they? they were like killing loads of bugs with them. Yeah. Just the two of them. Why didn't you go with that in the first place? I suppose they had to learn, didn't they? Well, they were shorter, weren't they? It's like. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. And the bugs wound Xander and Carmen, but they keep them alive to meet Big Daddy Brain. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's their big plan, isn't it? This is the first time we see the brain bug, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a big, big-ass fat thing with a little straw that comes out of its face. Perfectly yeah. adapted to evolution to suck out a human's brains. Yeah, it's weird. Like, like my ex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. <laughs> Coughing up my... Uh, she just sucks days. the life out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're so jaded. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Xander gets his brain sucked out. Oh dear. Ah well, couldn't have happened to a nicer bloke. Yeah, but he does say that someone like me is going to kill you and your whole fucking race and he yeah. spits at it and then he sucks his brains out. I love that bit where he sucks his brains out. Yeah, his face kind of hollows out, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's literally it. a fucking straw. It's fantastic. And it's like sucking 15 year old me was like, just gobsmacked at the cinema like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Why did someone get their brains sucked out? Yeah. And it's like a milkshake as well. It's like and the noise yeah. is like a McDonald's milkshake, <laughs> sucking that thing down. 
Yeah. Um, but he did, however, pass Carmen a knife on the sly. Ah. Before he was brain sucked. He's a hero. And I don't know whether there's. Is that like a thing that meant kill yourself? Um, he might have. kill all them bugs that night. Yeah, yeah. He was probably given yeah. the opportunity. I think it was to kill herself. Yeah. But she didn't do that, did she? She didn't. Nope. She's about to get her brain sucked out. Just. And she, but she cuts off the uh, the slurpy straw. Ah, uh, yes, no, you can't suck no brains. No, you can't suck no brains. And just as Johnny and his crew show up with uh, Watkins and Ace, mm -hmm. yeah. Rico's holding the nuke and he's like, the no. brain bug knows what that is. Rico tells him that, you know what this is. No. And then makes the whole booby motion <laughs> just in case, the, in case the bug couldn't uh, get it in the first place. She joins them, mm. they make that little fighting retreat, Watkins gets injured, gets slashed again, the body armour doing its fucking job, <laughs> just vanishing. Yeah. He has his little, uh, what was his name, oh, fucking hell, what was his name, my alien's name, Mike? Which one? Which one? You know, you want some of this, you want some of this? Drake. No. No, you said his name earlier. You said his name earlier. Oh, Hudson. Hudson. Mm. Yeah, he blows a nuke. Yeah, Heroically mm. killing himself, <laughs> lots of bugs, nearly everybody in the fucking mountain, probably. <laughs> Certainly nearly recreated Carmen and the entire rescue mission was to go actually go and save their fucking lives. <laughs> but no, fair play. I mean, if we nuke our fellow humans, we're definitely going to nuke aliens, aren't we? Oh, just it's a, a foregone conclusion. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. We're the first thing, wouldn't we? Yeah. I'd imagine that's what they're using on the planet, isn't it? Some kind of... I think Trump's space force will be as inept as these oh, people. Oh, just a bit. They'll be underfunded. Like, we had the money to get you to space. You haven't got guns. <laughs> Are you daft? You're not getting laser guns. Oh, by the way, we, we can't get you back. Once mm -hmm. you're up there. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. those people that want to go to Mars. It's yeah, a one-way mission. I'd go. Yeah, but Why would you want to go with any fucking... What's his name? Shit potatoes on Mars. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon's shit potatoes on Mars. Go there and live in a tent for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah, shit basically. potatoes. Yeah. But hey, you're a pioneer, Mike. Yeah, yeah but you're living in a tent eating shit potatoes the rest yeah, of your no, life. I don't fancy it. I'd do it. Why not? Not for me. I'd go fucking stir crazy on the journey. It's going like Brexit, Britain. You're going to be shit potatoes in a couple of years' time. I think there was an astronaut on the radio over Christmas at some point saying he believes we'll get to Mars in the next 20 years. I thought it was supposed to be sooner than that. Mm. Don't know. Yeah. I mean,. He's not. He's just somebody who's been to space. He's not working on the project, is he necessarily? So. No, no. He's just guessing. Right. It's a bit of a badass end from Watkins, though. You know, you like that? You like that? You want some more? Come on, you want to pick a piece of this? Yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah I'd go it like that. Be nice. Yeah. Yeah. No such thing as a dead hero, though. No. Yeah, bit of a badass, though. Yeah. And as they emerge from the tunnels, you've got all the MI cheering wildly. Yeah. Mm. It's the first victory of the war, isn't it? Yeah. You've had that massive arse kicking, mm. and all of a sudden now, hey, we've won, we've won one. <laughs> That's it. The, the chalk one up for humanity. Tide's turning. That's it. But, you know, will there be a winner, or will it be like a perpetual war? Does anyone win in war? Well, those aliens probably have some resources that we need. Probably construct something from their bodies. Yeah. Maybe um, we'll reach the next stage of mm. telepathic evolution because of, well, that guy's almost there, isn't he? Mm. The Himmler guy. Carl. So we'll tame them and breed them for meat. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty on them. Yeah. Wish them brain bugs. Oh yeah. Full of fat them. 
It's like, them, <laughs> it's like a grub that they eat in the jungle, but yeah. giants. Yeah, I mean, the thing, feed a village. That's it. It's like three people tall, for fuck's yeah. sake. It's huge. I'm sure there's not much meat on the armoured ones, I imagine. Mm. Mm. Uh, they'd be, yeah, like they be like chicken wings, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> they'd be like chicken at the cave. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they'd capture Big, Big Daddy Brain, and who got him? Zim, Zim, busted himself down a private. Yeah, enlisted. Off he went. Captured a brain. Good lad. And then they're getting psychic card, aren't they? Good <laughs> <laughs> one, lad. He must be fucking sweltering in his trench coat in that fucking heat. Yeah, in a desert. I mean, the rest planet. of them are fucking warming off. He's in a, he's in a leather yeah. done-up trench coat. For fuck's sake. Surely he could have had like, a black peaked hat. Uh, I mean, he could have had leather shorts and a leather vest. Yeah, he would have looked like a, a gay club uh, dancer, pole dancer. But hey, mm. he'd have been nice and cool, be sensible, wouldn't he? Would have been. As long as there's no studs on it or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Crotchless. <laughs> Crotchless <laughs> chaps. Nothing for this, you big slimy brain. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> that hole's got nothing in it now. <laughs> um, he reads the brain book's mind and he says, he says, it's afraid. And everyone cheers. And everyone cheers. <laughs> Yay! Everyone cheers. Also, it's hinted that Carl can influence human minds, but he replies it's classified because he's... Because yeah. you told me about Fine Carmen, and he's no, it's classified. Yeah, he did. He did. Because they're all mates. Yeah, that's it. They were at school together. They've been in the shower naked together. Probably. Mm. So you, yeah, we're not writing that off for Carmen. <laughs> make sure I have PE the same time as her. Oh, <laughs> <mind>. Imagine it. <laughs> Rico glaring at you. He's yeah. just staring at his missus. Yeah, fucking. Inject your cock with some numbing. <laughs> and Rimmer has to do yeah. that, doesn't he? Yeah. And start hitting your cock with a hammer. <laughs> get down. Ah, uh, bless. Yeah. Uh, he says, basically, we have one of their brains now. Soon we'll know how they think, and then we'll know where to beat them. And we close with the Federal Network. Awesome. And we have the ships. Cue lots of ships. Yeah. We have the weapons. Cue that newest rifle that could blow apart <laughs> half a fucking mountain with one shot. <laughs> And we need soldiers. Soldiers like Captain Carmen Abana, so she gets Ooh. her own ship, she gets promoted. Uh, Lieutenant John Rico, he doesn't get promoted, because I suppose he didn't really do very well in the last mission. He went off target to rescue somebody, she have really done that. Private Ace Levy, take the fucking promotion, Ace. <laughs> Just fucking take it. Surely it comes with a pay rise as well. Yeah, for God's sake, man. Ooh. You know, fucking... What are you doing? <laughs> Pride before the fall. Oh, anyway, they'll keep fighting and they'll win. Yeah. And then end the film. Excellent. Good Will they win? Well, uh, probably. Is it just a perpetual war? Yeah. yeah probably. Well, they made three films and several animated shows, so the war's still going on for all we know. Instead of throwing asteroids at Earth, maybe they'll find a way to throw their entire planet at Earth and just demolish it. We end up with, in the third mm. one, what they call mm. a Q-bomb, and it can crack a planet. <laughs> Sounds good. And they realise that the bug's chief brain is actually planet-sized. It's oh, its shit. own planet. Oh, wow. So they, that's why they... they mm-hmm. It sets up here as a controversy that humanity shouldn't have the power to destroy a planet with one uh, bomb. But So you have a nuclear thing, you have these anti-bomb protesters uh, and stuff who they frame. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, they blow up the planet with a Q-bomb, kill the big daddy, big daddy brain bug, and presume that the war's nearly on its way to being won. Mm-hmm. I will give it a, a watch if I can find it. So, what's your final concluding thoughts on the Starship Troopers of 1997? I loved it. 
Yeah. I haven't watched it in years, like I said, and I was surprised by how well it holds up in terms of effects. And look, practical effects don't really age. You know, there is a lot of CGI in it, to be fair. But um, there were three arachnid model um, mm. models actually made, robotic models. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. CGI was just added for swarms, I think. Yeah. I like the themes. I like how it's. It is a, a satire of fascism in a way. Oh yeah. And it's very sort of B movie. I used yeah, to I remember that. watching as a kid, watching all mm. the, the old B movie sci fi's and I love me a shitty B movie, I really do. Yeah, absolutely I mean I mean the acting ain't great. No, but it the doesn't take itself it seriously, man. No, it it's a fun sci fi film with you know Humans fighting giant yeah. insects. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. And it's a lot there's a lot of deep thinking behind it as well. Mm. Yeah. If you choose to look at the messages behind yeah. it, the extra layering is, is brilliant. I think. Me too. Good stuff. Kick-ass film. Yeah. Right. You've got one article about it. Oh, go for it. Yeah, from the Guardian. <laughs> um, Starship Troopers. Now it's reality, not sci-fi. No, we're not fighting giant aliens. It's what the film mm. represents. Yeah. Twenty years ago, Paul Verhoeven's film foresaw the nightmare of the West's endless war with terrorists. If only the world had recognised its genius. Can I just say that something like terrorism has gone up since the war on terror? Since the war on yeah. terror. Of course it has, because we've got terrorists. so many disgruntled people who've lost yeah. more terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Everything we declare war on gets worse. War on drugs. Yeah. Got worse. Got worse. <laughs> war on poverty. Got worse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't declare war on something. It, you ain't going to solve it. There's an image from Starship Troopers. There's been cars in the wars of my memory ever since I first watched it as an awestruck, acne-ridden teen. Before this moment, we've been treated to a, a what's that word? Pastiche. A pastiche. Pastiche of Hollywood military training set pieces, goofy recruits, locker room banter, an unforgiving drill sergeant propped up in front of cloying high school drama, saturine romances, competitive sports, and innocent musings on the future. And all performed by people who wouldn't their place in an Abercrombie. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Then... During the live fire exercise, our outlandishly chiselled protagonist, Johnny Rico, removes a faulty helmet from a fellow recruit to fix it, before a stray bullet chews the recruit's head to pieces. Only a few moments before you'd seen the cadet joking in the showers and mess hall, now his eyes are rolling in the back of his head, his open skull, overflowing bloody tissue, and the film's sunk-kissed sheen gets brutally shockingly wiped away in a flash, and it's brilliant. This sci-fi satire is loosely based on the fiercely right-wing novel that shared its name. It follows Rico in Mankind's War, an alien species called Arachnids or Bugs. After an attack destroys the whole of Benazir's killing millions. They fight, they lose, they win. At the end of the film, the war's no closer to it was at the start. To resolution. Mm. At the time of its release in 97, the usually febrile US military complex was going through a time of relative slumber. Something hard to imagine now. The Gulf War was almost forgotten. Barsley was winding down, and was a few years ago before 9-11 changed the world landscape forever. Yet Verhoeven's darkly humorous vision of a dystopian world, hyper-jingoistic, ultra-violent attitude towards war, propaganda, foreign relations, putting a negligible, negligible value on human life. It's becoming more and more relatable by the day. Yep. It's a world in which you only exist if you're a fully functioning member of society, or citizen of the Federation in the film's own terms. The way the war foreshadows the war on terror is striking. A righteous war caused by a seemingly unprovoked attack that kills multiple lives on our soil, later found out to be retaliation to an aggressively probing foreign policy. Check. Yeah, false flag. A horde of initially enthusiastic soldiers worn down by a less sophisticated but more cunning army 
that uses its surroundings to its advantage? Check. Wave after wave of increasingly blunt methods of propaganda? Check. Essentially, you can stop the word bug for terrorists in the film, and you get the West Western media's appraisal of the Middle East since the early noughties. Yeah. Totally. And that's pretty much it. It's... So yeah. is it foreshadowing a war on terror? They merge yeah. just a complex, basically running the show. Did that last? Still that last paragraph? That's quite good. Um, Verhoeven has praised the Gills by critics for Robocop and other of his satires on the police state. Yet when he released a film that did so much to puncture the illusion of the major hero, the criticism was voracious. The film may seem like a chest-thumping celebration of colonialism, a big primary coloured drum being banged in favour of war's eternal mastication. Well, actually, he yeah. uses the brash tactics of propaganda to show up the ridiculousness of those ideas. Ideas that are worryingly appealing to society driven ever more fervent by ever more fervent tribalism. I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Bang on. That's it. Yeah. So uh, we'll go straight to full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Basically, Never Go Full Alex is the name of the game, the favourite game show in this flat. Uh, basically, Mike finds us some clips of some random weirdo he's found on the net, and then we decide who, and we pitch them, sorry, into a, uh, a battle royale of insanity <laughs> against Alex Jones. Saint Alex, is he a saint? He's a saint, he's a saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially now he's a saint martyr. Saint of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe there's a vacancy for a new saint. Maybe he was right. Maybe that's why they deplatformed him. I don't know. Yeah. Well, either way, saying that those kids didn't get shot. I don't know. Yeah. Either or. <laughs> yeah, that's one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's um, that's pretty much the show. We decide who's gone more batshit insane. Yeah. So uh, who we got first, Mike? Okay, first up we got Pat Robinson. Oh, hey. Pat, friend of the show. Our old mate. Here, did the Gulf War start based on a word from the Lord from Pat Robinson? Oh, probably not. <laughs> I called Johnson at that time was chief of staff. I said, look, I've got an important message for your uh, your boss. And he said, okay, I can set it up Wednesday. And I said, okay, I'll come up. And he was in the Oval Office. And just that time, uh, his representative in Geneva had been meeting with the representative of Saddam Hussein. And the talks had broken down. And I said, Mr. President, I've got a word from the Lord for you. He said, what is it? I said, there's going to be a war. It's going to be enormously successful. You're going to be hailed as a great uh, military leader, and uh, you, your uh, success is going to go through the roof. And he said, well, I, I appreciate that. And I said, well, why, why don't we pray about it? And so we joined hands together, and we asked for God's anointing and his wisdom on this man. And he went from there into the cabin room, and they launched the Gulf War. So, Pat Robinson claiming credit for starting the Gulf War, the first Gulf War. Yeah. I like um, how he said, like, oh, you'll win and you'll become a messiah and everything and praise as a great leader. And he goes, oh, oh thanks for that. <laughs> he appreciated that. Oh, have, have those things happened for him? Uh, no. And <laughs> uh, was the war a, a massive success? Well, I suppose in terms of uh, casualties and that, yeah. I mean, the, uh, having the coalition lost less than 200 and... The Iraqis a lot more. It was a very decisive military yeah, campaign. Yeah, it was a very outmatched though, wasn't it? It lasted a hundred hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got the greatest military might in the world yeah. 
versus the Iraqi army. They were the fourth largest in the world. I had four to ten year war against the Iranians. They were no mugs. Okay, but still. But the fact that we bombed them for the best part of three weeks before we just launched that hundred hour drone campaign, they were just shell shocked all the time. Yeah. They never faced that before. Well, he's mine and Mike's saints, but maybe not Ben's. Uh, the great Bill Hicks, hasn't he got a bit about that when in the first of yeah. they tried saying it was like the fifth biggest army, yeah. and he's like, well, who the fuck else is on the list? <laughs> it's like us, Russia, and then it fucking drops off pretty fucking big. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, there might be a lot of them. And they're fucking village people with like, <laughs> <laughs> shitty weapons. Yeah. And like, but, yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. He makes me fucking sick. He really does. <laughs> That's the uh, the Christian pastor calling for war. Oh no! It's it's fucking. (sighs) (laughs) Just think, guys. This guy almost became president of the United States. God. (sighs) Jesus Christ. We wouldn't be here now if he'd won that. I mean, I'm not saying the other presidents weren't all monsters as well, but this guy's particularly a monster. I mean, just we wouldn't be here now. He'd have nuked Russia because God, the voice in his head told him to. (laughs) The voice in his head that tells him he's going to be a messiah. Isn't that called delusions of grandeur, which is a side effect of like some severe mental illness, like schizophrenia or personality disorder? Yeah. You fucking fuck. Another, another dimension where he did become prime president is mm. just a nuclear blasted wasteland. This is what God wanted. It is, it's, it's Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> next up, Andrew Womack says, Obama was elected out of nothing but racial prejudice. Okay, this will be interesting. And you know, again, I know I'll get criticised for this, but I firmly believe that Obama was elected out of nothing but racial prejudice. You know, um, Martin Luther King says, I have a dream that my children will be judged not for the color of their skin, but their character. And Obama was elected because of the color of his skin. I think it was 98 point something percent of all blacks voted for him. You couldn't get 98 percent of my students here in this school to agree on anything. They did it because of the color of his skin. And then the white vote that felt like we had... Uh, abused the blacks, they did it out of guilt, and that's the reason he was elected. He had no qualifications. That's right. It was, it was racial prejudice. Well, right? There's a black guy sat next to him while he's saying that. Yeah, he's agreeing with him. It's amazing. He's nodding his head, you know. How these people think, isn't it? Oh, my life. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, the last guy was Pat's. The clear, the clear nutcase. So he's all, just a bigot. Is all the other times that white people were voted in was that racial prejudice? <laughs> Obviously white not. People. Obviously not. So you're racially prejudiced, aren't you, mate? Yeah, just a bit. He's a prick, isn't he? Mm. Just a bit. Oh, well, the minute I think Pat's winning because he's just a bigot. Yeah, he's yeah he's a bigot. Pat's fucking delusional. <laughs> but <laughs> we haven't heard. Pat's just got civility <laughs> at this point. We he's haven't... just saying whatever comes into his fucking head, and people are sending him money. Yeah. It's incredible. We need to hear from uh, Saint Ike now. No, what's his name? Saint Alex. Saint Alex. Right. Well, next up, it's uh, Infowars have released a uh, version of the Alexa called the Alex. Okay. And it's just Alex Jones as Alexa. Okay, oh, even so. Are you tired of Alexa and all of her crazy liberal propaganda? Jesus Christ is a fictional character. Mm. <laughs> 
here at InfoWars, we have made it our mission to combat liberal propaganda. We are introducing our brand new home integration smart device called Alex. Alex is just as smart as Alexa and can answer any question you have. Hey Alex, who is Hillary Clinton? She is an abject, psychopathic demon from hell that as soon as she gets into power is going to try to destroy the planet. I mean, I was told people around her that they think she's demon-possessed, okay? I'm just going to go ahead and say it, okay? I'm told her and Obama just stink, 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 stink. You can't wash that evil off, you know? Hey, Alex, what is communism? Communism is slavery. It's got a bunch of, you know, fancy political maxims and systems. Some of it's true about how economics works, but their solutions are a fraud and always delivers vertically integrated central systems of control. Anybody who really practices it kills tens of millions of people like the communist wow. Chinese did. Look at Venezuela collapsing today under communism. They can't even keep the lights on for more than a couple hours. They do not deliver anything but hell on earth and hereditary dictators. These <coughs> are expired. My God, don't put that in the water, it's deadly poison! Sorry, <laughs> Alex. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay! Serious <laughs> crap! I'm sick of being social engineered, it's not funny! Hey, Alex, tell me about Jesus Christ. I know God's real, I know Christ is real, I know these evil people. When they hear the name Jesus Christ, they get upset. Hillary's the Washington Post admitting. She'll, she'll channel any dead person with Jesus Christ. She just she says she won't do that. They fear the name. They know it's real. It's it's real for whatever reason. So we need to pray to Jesus Christ to lead God and direct us and to heal this land if that's God's will. Hey, Alex, can you tell me a bedtime prayer? We pray in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ, for that blood on Calvary, on Golgotha, that frees us from this evil. We accept that and we take it on ourselves to be good people and stand against evil no matter what happens. And we're sorry for all we've done and not being good enough. And please just heal our land because we don't want to be ruled by Satanists that hurt children and kill children and sell their body parts and the communist Chinese just look at Luna Kong in your precious son's name, his blood, Jesus Christ. Alex. I love you. Uh. I'm gonna go home and cry tonight! Cause you boss me around! Oh, I gotta do what you say! Cause you're so liberal! You're a flaming fascist piece of trash, control freak, divide and conquer, maggot, failure, piece of crap! Excuse me! I break free of your mind control, filth! You'd be like a gazelle in the African savannah that saw a pride of lions and it said well i'm gonna be friendly to the lions and they'll like me i'm gonna go lay down and show them my belly i'll tell the lions where the gazelles are and as the little gazelle walks over hi lion he's feeling kind of powerful you're my friend the lion just grabs him by the throat rips it out and the gazelle goes trendy i was trendy as it flops around blood spewing as long as you just do it in a voice like this and go, oh, it's very reasonable, very liberal, and just act real effeminate and go, oh, oh, oh. Well, I think you would at the end. Can you imagine that? The though? prayer would it. The prayer would it for me. No, but can yeah. you imagine having an Alexa 
which is Alex. I'd love it. It would be humorous for the first few days. <laughs> and you might find yourself doing some peculiar things. Yeah. Like making pipe bombs. Yeah. Alex, he's in charge of the world. He's letting go on a massive rant. Wait. Well, Alex has got it for me. Yeah. yeah I yeah. want one. Hmm? I want an Alex. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Oh, man. You could probably sell a lot of them if he marketed it. Yeah. Well, uh, fantastic. Fucking hilarious. So, um, let's bring it to a struggle then. Yeah. Um, Alex wins. Starship Drift is awesome. Yeah. I've been Ben. I'm going to say uh, Happy New Year. This is the first one you hear. Woo! Of 2019. Don't drink the flavour aid and don't join the cult. Um, I've been Gaz. I will be back on top form last week. Sorry it was a short one this week, but I am quite close to death. <laughs> um, yeah, free Biff Tannen, and I'll see you next week. Uh, I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And if Gaz does die, <laughs> we'll let you know on the page, and you can apply to be our co-host. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just cover your bases. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>